Hey everybody, another day, another dollar here in post-pandemic America. And uh, I wasn't sure if I was going to do an update today, but we got a whole bunch of people watching on the uh, company update, the live stream over on TikTok. And uh, got viewer from New Zealand and a viewer from Iceland. But the viewer from New Zealand triggered this, uh, triggered something in my mind, which is that I had wanted to share how I've noticed from publishing this website and uh, doing the podcast, I've noticed that New Zealand, Australia, the US, the UK, and Canada are like one cultural block, right? We're like the Western internet. And we all speak English. The values are quite similar. We all have some relationship with the uh, British monarchy, either past or present, right? Uh, we were a colony. I think Australia was a prison colony. So sort of similar. New Zealand was something. Uh, Canada, whatever Canada was back in its, its heyday. So we're all kind of tied to this former oppressor. We have a shared language and shared internet. And the culture, again, is pretty much the same. Same ambitions and stuff. And the internet provides us with a huge... Uh, huge connectivity boost, right? Because you think about it before the internet and podcasts and 24-7 internet companies like us, 24-7 media companies, the kind of uh, solidarity between us and New Zealand and Australia and our friends to the north in Canada, it was mostly hypothetical, right? It's like, yeah, we all get along and you could go to the grocery store and buy some buy some cheese or crackers or something from New Zealand or some wine from Australia. But it wasn't really all one block, right? Of course, Australia is on the other side of the world, time zone differences and stuff. But now it, it really is like one unified West. And so that's a very cool thing that we should continue to strengthen, I think anyways. Uh, but yeah, let's jump into today's episode. So... It came out, new emails. The Biden White House was behind Facebook censorship of the BMJ's Pfizer investigation. The BMJ is a, a prominent, incredible medical journal that a lot of doctors and hospitals listen to. And again, this just came out today. I retweeted it if people want to read the full thing. But I'm just reading from this guy's tweet. Again, new emails, Biden White House was behind Facebook censorship of the BMJ's Pfizer investigation. Months before the BMJ released their investigation, Facebook emailed the White House that they would take action against, quote, true content on vaccines. And then he, he provides a screenshot of the email from executives at Facebook to people at the White House. And, uh, Super, super messed up. Right here in the email, it says, uh, we have been focused on reducing the virality of content discouraging vaccines that does not contain actionable misinformation. This is often true content, which we allow at the post level because experts have advised us. It is important for people to be able to discuss both their personal experiences and concerns about the vaccine, but it can be framed as sensational or alarmist or shocking. These are such creepy trader bug men. These people at Facebook and Twitter who were censoring all the doctors who were raising the red flag about 
giving these mRNA jabs to absolutely everybody. These sad bug men need to be prosecuted. Every single last one of them. And if it doesn't happen relatively soon, I'll cash out what I have and run for Senate. This is outrageous. A call of the populace. Absolutely outrageous. And it hit everybody. Like I was saying, this Western Bloc, it wasn't just the U.S. New Zealand, Australia, Canada. All dealt with varying degrees of the same insanity for nearly three years, right? First lockdowns and then the vaccine era. Incredible. These people think that they are our masters. Based on these leaked emails, they truly think they own us, and that's not our system. And I know it's not the system in Australia, right? You're not prisoners. Maybe you were founded as a prison colony, but today you're, you're citizens of your own republic or whatever it is. It's beyond outrageous. So again, we need to start prosecuting these people. If it doesn't happen damn soon, again, I'll cash out my investments and just run for Senate as a single-issue politician. These people need to be grand juried, and if convicted, as long in prison as the law will allow. And give them manual labor or something. Make them break rocks for the rest of the days. No writing, no writing fancy books in prison. Right? Have them breaking rocks or making license plates or some shit. So you got Governor Ron DeSantis just under an hour ago. Governor of Florida tweeting out, I'm just quoting here. Today I announced an initiative to make protections against coercive biomedical policies permanent, including prohibiting COVID vax passports, COVID vax and mask requirements to attend any school, any COVID mask requirements, and all discrimination based on vax or booster status. So in Florida, that's now outlawed or soon will be. You cannot discriminate against somebody based on their vaccine status. Now, I applaud that. I think it should be followed by every state. I mean, last couple of years are outrageous. And uh, what do we make of this? What do we make of all this, folks? Oh, and then the other thing we tweeted out, everyone was lied to. This is from Physicians for Informed Consent. And I'm not like some, you know, zealot in this area. As a kid, I took all my vaccines and stuff that were required to go to school and to travel. But this is something different. They pushed something that did not protect people. And now there are all these side effects cropping up. So again, official account of the Physicians for Informed Consent which is a 501c3 nonprofit educational organization delivering data on infectious diseases and vaccines. And they tweeted out, quoting here, CDC data shows mass vaccination with the COVID-19 vaccine has had no measurable impact on the COVID-19 mortality rate in the U.S. I'll repeat that because it's profound, right? CDC data shows mass vaccination with the COVID-19 vaccine has had no measurable impact on the COVID-19 mortality rate in the U.S. It didn't bring down the lethality of COVID. In other words, it didn't do what they claimed it was going to do. Incredible. You can see this chart they published of where the vaccines were introduced, and then from there, the death count continues to climb on the chart. So it was released at right around 300,000 deaths. And then it continues to climb up, climbs up sharply to 600,000, and then hits a million. 
So we were lied to big time. And what other wild tweets? Oh, so they found a video of Fauci giving an interview. Uh, he gave an interview on August 9th, 2021. Quote, we have lost more children from COVID than we ever lost for influenza. Or from SARS-CoV-2 than we ever lose from influenza. That's what he said. And of course, this, this RN who is tweeting it out, he said, fact check, false. Right? We didn't lose more children to COVID than the flu. Just a made-up fact. So, all these videos, people are going to, you know, dig them up. And it's going to make all these COVID-era policy people look awful. That's my view, anyways. And then you got Bitcoin Magazine standing up against the World Economic Forum. They tweeted out, WEF leaders say you should stop eating meat because of climate change, but thousands of private jets have flown into Davos for their event this week. The WF should be shut down. Retweet if you agree. So you got Bitcoin Magazine calling for the World Economic Forum to be shut down. Uh, you got all these horrific vaccine things coming out. Here's another one. Uh, I retweeted this too, if you want to read it. So, quote, the FAA just telegraphed the fact that a substantial number of airline pilots have had serious heart damage from the COVID vaccine by widening the ECG parameters for pilots. And then you got people suggesting that this is why there have been so many airline disruptions, is that a lot of the pilots have either quit or have become vaccine injured or don't want to fly. Because apparently the air pressure can do something. Uh, just absolutely horrific. As a media company, this stuff is all gold. Like, we'll get the traffic. It's all, it's all good stuff. You know, show me those pictures of Spider-Man, basically. You know, the newspaper hender and Spider-Man. I just want the, you know, as a media company, I just want the traffic. And of course, we want to be accurate and we want to be uh, uh, sensitive, sensitive to the victims where, where possible. But this is like, this world historical, as Balaji would say. Balaji, uh, Balaji S., the former CTO of Coinbase, big personality on Twitter, and has a book out, book out about crypto. I mean, this is world historical stuff. The world will not be the same. Will there be protests and stuff? I mean, absolutely. This is just the beginning. Again, you look at some of the stuff that we're finding on Twitter and retweeting. It's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. The whole narrative is falling apart. And now we're seeing how bad this stuff was. Final, final thing I wanted to share. Uh, Dr. Robert Malone, of course, has his account back. He's up to nearly a million followers on Twitter at the moment. And he uh, tweeted out five hours ago. This was first posted a very long time ago. And this is a rumble repost. Please watch and remember. It was true then and it is true now. The Western governments, WHO, and corporate media lied to us. Our children were damaged as a consequence. Do not forget. Do not forget. That was Robert Malone five hours ago on Twitter. So we're in for some dark times, West, out there, sacred West. 
New Zealand, Australia, the US, Canada, UK. We're for some dark moments. So these people did lie to us and they decreased our quality of life. I was planning to travel a lot over the last couple of years and didn't really get to at all. And I don't know if it's the long COVID that fucked up my health or just two years of stress and not being able to travel and drinking more than I used to. But something fucked up my, my focus and my energy in a way I haven't been able to get back. And, uh, yeah, as I tweeted out, to quote myself, to quote myself here, there won't be any reconciliation with the other side because they don't seem to want it. They keep abusing us further and further, even in January 2023, lying about these mRNA jabs and weirdly praising them. Weirdly praising them. And that's what elevates you in corporate and academic life. So it gets you big incomes, big grants right now. I just watched a video of this professor at NYU. Oh, like the incredible COVID-19 vaccines, like these healing miracle vaccines, we'll soon be able to do other stuff with the mRNA. How about you keep that shit as far away from us as possible? <laughs> but these are the people that universities are given all the big jobs to and the media is promoting total, just total airheads with big social media followings so they can dance around and do the vaccine dance. When does this end? When does this total international nightmare end? You're listening to Fulcrum News, real news from America and around the world. Fulcrumnews.com slash subscribe to get our premium membership and updates via email.